Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace family is 19 Keys. That's 19 Keys with high level conversations. Today I am joined and we are back, you understand me, with my always special guest. Jack L. Classic. Okay, I want to say it for him. What's going on? What's going on, God? It's been a long time and we're going to jump right into it as we always do. Um, Beforehand, let me go ahead and go live, you understand me, so that they can get a little piece of this uh, while we dropping that heat on the people, you understand me? Because today is a very powerful episode, especially since we have so much to catch up on. You understand me? High-level conversation. So I'm going to dive into um, something that I think is monumentally important, and that's happening right now. You understand me? We had an event that passed July 4th, Mm -hmm. um, the Criterion. Um, and the criterion was the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's address to the nation and the world, you know, as far as what is the standard of judgment and decision-making during this time of judgment. Mm-hmm. And he addressed multiple different things, and he had celebrities in a garden, and he had a bunch of people there that was um, privy to be uh, amongst this time with one of his last speeches, his last lectures, you understand mm-hmm. me? And it was a very powerful one because you've seen the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan at some point stumble a little bit, handshaky, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it's just coming to a point where we really realize in what time that we in. Right. You understand me? The ascension of Farrakhan will be one of the single uh, uh, most powerful moments that mm-hmm. this generation will have to face that no other generation had to go through. Right. Especially having a leader that has been amongst us for 60 plus years and have held that space and has never been vacuumed uh, while we've been here. So that's a lot of spoil and activity that we get to. Mm-hmm. Now, what came from that was a, a multitude of different things, right? We've seen where he said that he wanted Florida to be the epicenter of the coronavirus, and of course it is. And the news media doesn't want to speak on that because then it gives them these predictory... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You said epicenter of the coronavirus. Yes. Who said that? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Oh. He said the reason he wanted to because of the embargo that they're doing on Cuba. He said that those are our people, the black Cubans, and they need to 
stop those embargoes that they have and things of that nature mm -hmm. and then give us access to their medicine and the doctors that they have so we can fight COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And then he also said that Mr. Dershowitz, the Jewish lawyer, you mm -hmm. understand me, was Satan himself walking around in his suits, mm -hmm. you understand me, utilizing trick and deception. He is a, a, a Jewish lawyer, you understand mm -hmm. me, high-profile caliber type individual, real ADL type star, you know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? And he's pushing heavily. Here's a clip that's going around where they said, well, do we have the ability to say no to these vaccines? And he says no. Basically, if you say no, then we, they, they can basically come and he literally said they can come grab you from your home, take you to the hospital and inject a needle into you. So they are here so doing force it. inoculation. Wait, wait, wait. So how would that occur? Like, don't people have like rights? Well, or he like said that? that he's a lawyer. So he's saying that we don't have constitutional rights. You understand me? Mm -hmm. um, against getting vaccine that basically it puts the other rest of the public at risk. And that's not within our rights. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you know, that can be argued, that can be studied, that can really be broken down to what are the rights of citizens, what are citizens, when you break those down and you see that those are possessions and properties, you understand me, of the state, the corporation of the United States. Right. And because anything, the only rights that we have are the ones that are supposed to be given by the Constitution. So the Constitution is the framework for America. Right. And so anything that's inside the Constitution is where you make your arguments from. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, the Constitution, of course, in, in, in America was granted its powers through the Crown, right? The mm -hmm. Crown being UK, Great Britain, all of that good stuff. And then they given their power by the Pope. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So essentially the Pope run all of this shit, whether we know it or not. Right. And so there's a very deep ingrained matrix that goes on. And so when we talk about even things like Wayfair mm -hmm. and a lot of the charges that's being lauded at these um, celebrities in Hollywood with all mm -hmm. of these scandals that's coming up. Well, I mean, the, the, the fucking Catholic Church is the biggest sex trafficking pedophilia ring in the world. Right. And it's openly known. They settle cases. They spend money. And they've recently just been granted uh, a grant by the U.S. government because they have to spend so much money mm -hmm. on all this goddamn molestation that they're doing to these right. young children. And so that's not something that the people are in the uproar. And so it kind of lets you know where we are in society today mm -hmm. that we've accepted, you know, the devil, mm -hmm. essentially. You understand me? And so you would think that people would be in an uproar and at war with these things, mm -hmm. but they're just a headline on TV right. and a snippet of the news. And we really don't trip off of them whatsoever. Hey, you know, I once said that this is, you know, no longer a race thing. This is a morality thing. Right. And it's, you know, it's coming to light with the whole piece of gate. The Jeffrey Epstein situation, you know, right. the child right. human trafficking. Yeah, I mean, it's now crazy. it's like some, wife. yeah. Uh, what's the uh, Max, Maxwell, Maxwell Elaine like Maxwell? That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that whole situation is really coming to light. But everything, all the all the cars are decked. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel, you know, I ain't gonna go too full throttle with the whole you know theories about it. But it's actual facts, you know, to prove you know what Minister Louis Farrakhan is speaking on this entire time. So when brothers, you know, go out there and support. Really, you supporting the whole, you know, the black movement. You know what I'm saying? It's not about Farrakhan and, you know, people be like, oh, the history. It's not about that. It's for, you know, 60 consecutive yeah. years of, you know, Well, dig movement. into that a little bit, right? Because think of Farrakhan, right? right. Now, I know that the Jewish media are not going to like him. The ADL are not going to like him. They're there for any time somebody gives any valid, truthful criticism about the Jewish community. Mm -hmm. You understand me? That they're going to say you're anti-Semitic. Now, mm -hmm. of course, somebody like... 
the new recent one, Nick Cannon, mm. and he said that, well, y'all not even the we the Semitic people. How can we be anti-Semitic, right? right? And then you knowing that the Semitic people are referring to Semitic languages and also the Afro-Asiatic people of the world, and that deals with our African people itself, i.e., us. Right. You understand me? And so of course we know that they've stolen history, they've stolen identity, and that can even go back to. Um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad breaking down reparations saying that we need land, a state territory of our own, and y'all need to give us payments and things of that nature. Right. Black people scoffed and laughed at the Honorable Elijah Muhammad saying that that's never going to happen. Jewish community took note and said, well, that's exactly what we need, and that's what the government has been giving them, you understand me, and give them to this day. Right. And when I traveled to Africa, I was having a conversation with a uh, member of, a former member of the AU and UN, and it was breaking down. Mm. You understand me? It was a Kenyan and a Jamaican couple, and it was breaking down how the Jews own everything, and they own the, the politics out there in South Africa. Right. You understand me? And so even when we think about that, they were saying, yeah, we know the truth, we just don't speak on it, because basically we know that that's going to get us snipped from power. You understand me? And, and, and this is something that the right. international community knows very, very, mm. very well. Right. But they've created this entanglement of mm. anti-Semitism to where anybody speaks truth to power, then they're automatically labeled, you understand me, an enemy, a villain. And because they have power, right? Power right. is the central theme amongst all this because nobody cares about the feelings of a people right. without power to demand concession. Right. right? So the fact that they have the ability to say, well, we got equity. We, we can take and snatch Viacom away from you. How? What you gonna do now? Apologize? Apologize. People don't apologize because they wrong or they lied. They're apologizing because the Jewish community, the ADL, has power. And the black community has to make that a standard to where we have that sort of power. But, you know, that'd be false power. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's still power. Power is the ability, to me, to control the phenomenon right. energy. You understand you know, me? So like when you the, can move a person, you got some power. Right. With the whole, you know, like Nick Cannon situation, you know, I'm a brother, right? I know Nick Cannon was well-educated before he made the move to have, you know what I'm saying, powerful brothers. Like, I, recently, you know, I don't know how many times he had Rizzo on, but he had, you know, brother Wiz, you know, right. Rizzo Rizzo, well, Tony. Exactly, well-informed brothers. So, you know, he, he definitely knew what, you know, defense was right there. So, he, you know, brothers like that is, you know, really behind us. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Those I mean, be frontline soldiers. We, we teach in the WEF standard how to take, you know, calculated risk. Uh, there's deep risk, there's shallow risk. You understand me? It's kind of like reminds me of Kaepernick, and I'm going to pull back to my point of Minister Farrakhan in a second. But mm -hmm. when Kaepernick took that knee, he made himself a legend. Mm. You understand me? Now, at the time, I'm sure he didn't know the full risks that were involved, that it was blowing up to such a huge statement as it is today. Yeah. But he's become much bigger of a symbol than he ever could have and you with wanna, football. You know the crazy thing about Colin Kaepernick is he never Colin. said, or, or, or Colin, he never said a word about you know like justice or anything it was just a, an action right. that he performed on live television that's the i feel like that was the most it was remarkable, symbolic you know and, like, it, and it was also the most successful mm -hmm. uh activism especially in sports history but even in modern history that took place because look he got deals with nike he became rich he became an activist symbol a multitude of different things right yeah uh but i want to tie back to the original conversation about Minister Farrakhan, because mm. most people really think about it, and I and I heard the uh, brother Dr. Wesley was breaking down something. He said, you know, we don't love the the, the believers don't love Minister Farrakhan because of his speeches. Mm -hmm. That's not why the people love him. Like that may have been a reason in the beginning, right. like you know, the speeches really got you there. But it's the character, it's the humanity, 
You understand me? It's the spirit of the brother that people really approach that's been true, tried, and tested throughout this time. That individuals who I know personally from when I was a young boy that will criticize the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan saying that he should not hold that position and the nation Islam is not doing and going in the right direction. Them same men, when they foundation fell and whatever that they was doing that was opposing fell, they came back. And they attested to the character of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan with his longevity and ability to speak truth to power. Right. You understand me? Uncompromisingly. And so what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, represents is a standard. Right. You understand me? He, he doesn't have any scandals. Right. There's no scandals with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Right. There's no women that's coming out, none of those different things. Right. You understand me? Most people have an issue when they go back to 50 years and they say, well, the Malcolm X died. And most of those people don't follow Malcolm right. X. They follow the autobiography I mean, or they follow yeah. um, the movie of Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. But the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is just that. He's an honorable man. He represents right. a standard of power, of righteousness, a divine masculinity, a messenger. Right. You understand me? A Christ consciousness. And he tapped in. And so if we really want to move forward as a people, it is not us celebrating the allies in which we have with white America. It's the allies that we've always had in black America. You understand me? That right. stood and fought for our people. You understand me? Why the FBI? Why ADL? Right. Why he said that he was poisoned with radiated seas and half of his mm -hmm. internal organs are gone. Right. People that fight for us like that, once we celebrate them, that to me represents real hey, progress man, and hey, change. You know, Farrakhan been around, you know, the brother, you know, touching his, you know, the early 90s, barely. You know what I'm saying? You know, he reached in, you know. The, the early 90s, bro, you got to go back way farther than I mean, that. you know, he in his 80s, right? Late 80s. Oh, I thought you said he was going to go back or to early nah, 90s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The brother, like, brother you know, the, you go back. You know, the, the minister, nah, you know, ahead. you know, the brother still look good to be up there in 80. You know what I'm saying? You know, but, you know, hey, he kind of, you know, lost a little step. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's there. You know, it's, it's visible. You talking about you physically? Well, no, I mean, like, you know, you know, physically, you know, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he was a little bit sharper back in the day, 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying from, you know, 1986. Well, I would say but, it's more so wisdom now. You know, right. I don't I wouldn't say that when I looked at that presentation that he did, the criteria on the lecture, mm -hmm. to me, it looked like he lost a single step because he talked about for damn near three hours, mm -hmm. 86 years old. And he spoke upon very uh, current topics. And he wrapped them all around, you understand me, in a lecture, and a message that all made sense. Right. And he spoke in a divine and a higher manner, though. It's just that it's not speaking to make patterns and critical thinking for you. It's for wisdom. It's right. a divine message and a divine reminder. And it's also to be understood on higher levels. I think right. that he's the sharpest that I've ever seen him as a wise man. Right. It's a difference between a wise man and a smart man, you understand right. me? Like... Wisdom if, comes from if, experience. If, if there's a saying that says that, you know, um, if if you smart, people will listen to you. Right. But if you wise, you'll listen to others. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, you know, I was watching them speak. You know what I'm saying? But it's brothers like, you know, Minister Louis Farrakhan that make you, you know, wonder like, okay, you know, he is getting up there in age. What's going to happen when his departure, you know, come? Like, that's the reality we got to be preparing for because, you know, millions of people tuned in to Brother Minister when he was speaking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where are they attention going to be put when there's a time when he's not around anymore? Well, that's become the conversation. Who are the leaders right, right. now? He's already established that there's going to be a, a council, a divine council. Right. 
And that's something that I've been talking about for years. It only makes sense that there is no placeholder, you understand me, for what he's represented for our people, mm -hmm. you understand me, for all of this time. So there can't be a single person that steps up and take that place. You're talking mm -hmm. about 60 years of a clean record, right. you understand me? There's nobody that has that particular type of record, otherwise they would be here in place already. Right. Now, a council and an idea, right? Mm -hmm. An idea like the black standard, Right. The idea of the black standard is to say that there's a criteria for which you lead yourself. Right. Now, when we look at the wealth standard and we say, well, if black people want to get to multi-generational wealth, how do we get there? Right. Now, we continue to believe that we're in a race for white people when it comes to household income models. And right. we always compare, well, white folks got this, black folks got this. Right. Now, the comparative uh, analysis makes sense because you're talking about all the things that white people have done to stop black wealth. Right. So I get that. But when you're saying who's the top household, you're going to look at the Asian model, specifically the East Indian within that Asian model. Right. Now, how many Asian leaders do you know? Like, uh, in, let's just I say mean, America. You know, I know some old, you know, not modern Right, leaders. but modern. So if, if you're a young Asian child, right, right, and you're growing up, do you wait for the next Asian leader? No. no because you haven't seen any. There's no movies about Asian leaders right. rising up. So what ended up happening psychologically that it trains them to look for leadership in things the ways that they can lead themselves, right. that they don't look for a savior. But that's also so we like, have a savior complex. Yeah, we do got a savior complex because we got this, you know, complex to where it was a reality in which we needed to be saved. I mean, we've been spoiled. When right. I went to the UK, how many black leaders that I can name that they've had in the last 100 years or so that are prominent? Right. I don't Zero. Think, I don't think black people are spoiled, you know. I, 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 I've spoiled in the sense that we've had a lot of leaders in the last 100 years. But and we're always look, looking at the past. But you got to look to why we had a, a lot I of leaders. I get it. But the fact of the matter is that we're supposed to lead ourselves. Right. You know, it, it, Noble Drew Ali said, if I can just get you to lead yourself, right. he but, done his but, job. Okay, but you learned that from you know a leader probably somewhere down the line. That information got across to you. So Right, I but look at where we are today right. based on where we were 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So leadership has not been able to be successful in its goal I think of we, what it wanted to be. I think we got an idea of what a, a, a perfect leader is, somebody who just transforms the world. Like, But I think it's generational leadership that we approaching. You know, like Mr. Louis Farrakhan did the best job he could to set out the foundation for brothers, you know what I'm saying, that was going to incorporate, you know, the, like the, the groundwork to build that proper foundation and, and build. So, I, don't, I mean, I think leadership is, is, is generational. I think that's passed down. Right, but that's because it's ingrained in our culture to think that, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you look at different models of society, they're not waiting on leaders. Right. We have this complex where we're always waiting on someone to lead you. Matter of fact, when we find somebody that we think has the characteristics of leadership, the charisma, the speaking, right, right. The, that ability, then we're mad at them when they're not the type of leader we want them to be. Right. You understand me? I get it all the time. People saying that, well, do you have this, this, that, or the third plan? Then they want to start shaping you right. in their image. You understand me saying, well, I want you to not say black. I want you to say more. I want you to do this, that, or the right. third. And it's like, wait a minute now. Am I the leader or are you the leader? Right. You understand me? So people don't want, they want puppets. They want people that's yeah. perfect models of what they want them yeah, to be. They want but to. to that point, there's plenty of leaders. Mm -hmm. There are. But the idea is to create an idea that becomes the leader so you can lead yourself to say that, well, What's the standard for leadership? Mm. You understand me in that if I meet that standard for leadership, then I'm doing what's necessary by leading myself in the right direction. Right. 
But I'm, our people want managers, not leaders. What qualifies you to be a leader is to lead people. You know, yeah, what I'm lead saying? by if, example. If you exactly lead by example, that's what the best leader is. And I think Mr. Louis Farrakhan led by example. But I think that you telling people that they don't need leaders, it, it kind of goes against. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole. You no, know, I'm telling you to lead yourself. Right. Like I am a leader. Listen, I am a leader. I'm not your leader. Right. Your job is to lead yourself. Your right. job is to save but, yourself. But there are a because the place goal is leaders. not to create dependency. Right. During the uh, ascension of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, that exact thing happened. A mm -hmm. lot of people fell because they were spoiled with the presence but, of the messenger. We was privileged to have that and, as an and, example. And, and that has happened in multiple generations from right. having. But you got this leadership. But my thing is right. You got to give people an example, like right. But we, you we was have the that examples, example. though. It's millions of people who ain't got that understanding. No, they of. they they have the examples, and we have it. So my right. goal is this: What is your goal, and what do you want? Right. Mm -hmm. So what you want? Freedom, justice, and equality. Justice, equality, equity. All right. Well, how do you get there? Right. Because the leader right. is supposed to lead you to example of the things that you want. Right. right. Your end goals. So if we're saying that, all right, let's look at. Uh, the Mexicans or mm -hmm. Hispanics or native indigenous original people, however you want to classify people, because I know mm -hmm. people be having issues and stuff, right? right? But when I was out in Mexico, I noticed that the way that they utilize their, uh, uh, they don't make excuses. They are people who work together. Mm -hmm. You understand me? A family unit. They get it done. Right. Like, even, even the way that they were building things, mm -hmm. you understand me? You can tell that they built whatever resources that they had. Mm -hmm. You understand me? It wasn't a complaint model, like, oh, we don't have this, that, or third. It's saying that, no, let's just build with what we have, you understand right. me, and let's move forward with that. Yeah. And so, like, if we're taking things from each particular culture and we let those ideas become the leaders in our mind, mm -hmm. then we're good. Meaning that, okay, the family structure, the idea of family structure is looking at the nuclear model, of course, first establishing man, woman, child. You understand me? And then that's the microcosm of how you build a nation, right. how you build colonies and things of that nature. But without the family structure, there is no multi-generational wealth. So how can you want wealth without first going through the standard? Mm -hmm. You understand me? And then our people want what? They want to become rappers and entertainers. Right. But when you look at the Asian model, they know that they're not about to be rappers, entertainers, and things of that nature. So what they look towards is education as their foundation, as a way out. Mm. And that gets them towards wealth. They look at, okay, the world and the times are changing. So mm. well, let's get into tech. You understand right. me? In Silicon Valley, Asians are the highest paid. Mm -hmm. You understand me? When you go over there to Shenzhen, China, they utilize the new tech uh, um, to create the new billionaires and millionaires and to right. boom their city up in the last five to ten years. Mm -hmm. So it's like really looking at standards that other cultures have identified as ways to move them forward. Mm -hmm. And those ideas become right. their leaders. Because they're saying that, look, everybody is on this, follow this. Right. So it's not about the individual. It is about the interdependency models that they create that everybody can push each other forward by being uh, uh, following along, you understand me, with those rules that you have set, that right. criteria. Leading themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a lot going on right here, right it's, now. You know, and uh, I wanted to get into the digital currency game right mm -hmm. real quick, right? So... And wealth standard, one of the things that we talk about is, uh, and my good brother Chris Cole uh, was the one teaching me this about how the uh, yuan, right, the right. Chinese currency was not on the international market. You understand me? It's the only currency that wasn't on there, right? right. So what's happening right now is you have this dollar war, this digital mm -hmm. dollar war. 
Now, so what they decided to do was they're going to make a digital currency. Right. Backed by the blockchain. But this is not Bitcoin, right? It's not block, not Bitcoin. What's it called? Um, the digital yuan. Something digital like that. Yuan. What is that going to be doing? So it's going to be their digital dollar. Mm-hmm. Understand me? So if you've been looking at it, there's a shortage of coins because they're dirty and the way that they have to make the coins and things of that nature already was too expensive anyway. So right. if you go to certain grocery stores, you can't even get correct change because there's a shortage of coins. Right. Understand me? Um, and, 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 and same thing with certain places, you can't even utilize dollars, right? Brother be moving at lightning speed. Man, you got to, you know what I'm talking about? So what's happening is with this digital dollar, this is the advancement where we're headed towards. But see, China is so smart, is because they're competing with America in this tech race. They already, of course, had the 5G, mm-hmm. you understand me? They got Hugh Huawei, they got Alipay, you understand me? They got um, a multiple different things that they're utilizing that they have their citizens on. Right. But what they want to do is increase the yen. They want to increase the yuan. You understand mm-hmm. me? And so they're having their citizens, you understand me, making sure that what was one thing that they was doing? It was making sure that their citizens are investing into the yuan stock. Right. You understand me? To increase it. But also what they were doing is saying that um, if you look at what Facebook was trying to do with Libra, their digital dollar, Congress wanted to stop it because they realized that, well, if they were successful, then essentially Facebook becomes their own government. You understand me? And I'm talking about in the sense of having their currency, but it being centralized on right. their platform that the people have to come to them. And then they got a billion users and they already running like their own government the way they censor Hold things. on, I kind of lost track. You know, we'll, we'll, you know. We're talking about the digital dollar. Right. So the importance of why this digital yuan is important versus this digital dollar in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Now, of course, a dollar we know doesn't fall under a gold standard. It's not backed by anything. Right. You understand me? Um, and so with that being important is every black family should know portfolio diversification. Right. So I'll give you an example. Um, 50% of America is illiterate, and those numbers are even higher for black America. You understand me? 90% of crimes are uh, money-related. You mm-hmm. understand me? So our lack of equity, you understand me, issue, uh, 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 brings us to the pipeline in prison when we talk about the wealth standard. You understand me? And then that's the reason why America has the largest a population of slaves under the 13th Amendment. You understand me? Now, when we're talking about this digital dollar, what we're saying is that America is looking at what China is trying to do mm-hmm. because if China put it on the stock market with it being backed by the blockchain, that means it's not centralized. Mm-hmm. So that means it's not backed by U.S. banks. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So that means that they own it. So that means that if the world decides that, oh, we want to start... Know- a- Hold on. If, if all these Forex people right. decide that they want to start investing into the yuan, mm-hmm. that dollar value shoots right. up here. You understand me? Now, the dollar itself is already decreasing. The right. inflation is compounding every year at 3%. Right. You understand me? So that means that if all your money is in a digital dollar and it goes down, what happened to your assets? Right. They decrease. Right. So since the dollar doesn't have any intrinsic value, it can go to zero and it's not backed by anything. And black people, most of their all of their holdings mm-hmm. are in cash. Right. You understand me? We are at a, 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 a very dangerous place, not understanding diversification and mm-hmm. having your money in different commodities. Right. So that's one of the things that we teach in a wealth standard is really understanding what's happening locally, what's happening globally. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And how that can affect the wealth standard for black people in America and the diaspora internationally. Right. You know Outside like trees, you know what I'm saying? We kind of teach a little bit, you know, about, you know, wealth and all of that stuff right there, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the tree is, a, you know, symbolic 
for the black family. When mm -hmm. you say like the, you know, the micro representing the masses, you know, that's what the tree stand for. You know, I like to look at that as the representation of black people, you know, all around the world type of thing. So right. we outside like trees, you know what I'm saying? That represents our people. Right. Now, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm I'm gonna slow that down. You know what I mean? I know I was move, I am moving fast. You yeah, understand you just, me? We you racing just, against you hit the me clock. With about like six subjects in like <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> you know, I, I've been ready for him, man. We ain't did one of these in a while, yeah. but you know that's 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 important, man. Um, just because our people don't be thinking high science, man, we don't really be thinking about what's happening. And uh, mm -hmm. today, a lot of people got caught off guard with, of course, we know the whole pandemic. And right. then um, the recession that we're in mm. and, and the depression and not understanding the market. And the market right now is a bubble as well. Like, this shit go pop, especially when the real estate market come around and people found out how many people go default on them loans. Right. And so when you're talking to, to black America especially, I'm talking to my people mm. and getting them prepared. And I said this a couple of years ago. Somebody asked me at an event, like, what right. will happen when it comes to a uh, 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 the market busting? Because I was mm. explaining how the market was going uh, bus, and I was telling them, well, number one, you should make sure you have your money in gold or right. some of your money in gold. Right. You understand me in digital currencies, and also understand skill set diversification. Yeah. Where, let's say that if you a speaker, and all of a sudden, uh, because of coronavirus, you can't get booked to be speaking in person. Well, what other skill set can you fall upon that right. can allow you to consistently make money? Right. Same thing with money. The money is the same way, saying that, okay, whether well, the dollar goes mm -hmm. down, do you have some of your money in gold? So if gold goes up, you're leveraged. Mm -hmm. You understand me? You're good. You didn't lose all your wealth. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, you got a good portfolio that's diversified. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we teach is how to diversify your portfolio and understanding money in a percentage base instead of just transactional basis, something that Chris Cole, my personal guru, when it comes to investing in finances is what he teaches. And right. I teach the skill set diversification mm -hmm. and also content monetization and a multitude of other things, especially mindset. Because mm -hmm. wealth is a mindset. Power is a mindset. Right. And today, we are a very distracted people from the goals that we need to have. Right. Now, the distractions are important because they call Black Lives Matter. Now, right. you know how I feel about that. Mm -hmm. You understand me? That that goes against the nuclear family and it goes against masculinity right. and black men having any role in these political agendas and revolution, period. Mm -hmm. So I don't subscribe to Black Lives Matter. But it has been the biggest civil rights movement in history. Right. And that, of course, has to be dissected. That but you know, it doesn't just represent those three women that started right. it. You understand me? My whole thing. And with, it has nothing to do with sexual pride. It yeah. has everything to do with us taking the moment and right. utilizing it for our power. Man, Black Lives Matter ain't never been for our benefit. You know, um, ever since I've been looking it up, you know what I'm saying, and really studying it, people been, hey, George Soros on that, you know, lesbian, oh, black yeah. women on that. And I've been like, man, that's not for us. Right. Black lives have always mattered. We don't, you know, we never needed validation. Man, we are validation. better. We the materialization We never needed outside validation at our life. About, you know, matters. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Like, listen, that's like some super fresh we, out the We the original people on the planet Earth. Shit, if, if our life don't matter, nobody lives matter. No, we can't rock you with it like that. You understand me? That's no. like telling the, the world, talking about pops and moms don't exactly. matter. Exactly. You know, oh, how the fuck y'all gonna get here? That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, do you, are you sure black lives matter? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, no, we, no, they always matter. You know All what right, I'm saying? So, like, that's the least we could be out here marching for. The very absolutely. least, you know? So, um, since the last one, I had a, a, mm -hmm. a viral moment, right, mm -hmm. where we did the training. Right. And, you know, uh, Snoop posted it. Sean King put it on his stories. 
right. LeBron James put it on this story. More than a lot of people, right? right. And uh, it was big because That's in that big, moment. big, big. It, it, in that moment, what we wanted to we showcase. We're making moves, big key moves. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. He just had to put that disclaimer in, like, hey, man, LeBron James on his. You know what I'm saying? Hey. No, major, just Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I mean that. Big congratulations, <laughs> Dude, man. Dude, Riley, that's not what I'm bringing it up for, though. But no, Sometimes you need to I'm, act, I'm, you know. I'm bringing that up for because we're talking about the black standard. We're talking about training, right? Mm -hmm. So every man, woman, and child should be training. Now, we talked about what a soft target was. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And that. We don't subscribe to the terms and, and, and the phrases of victims. You understand right. me? We're going to move as masters and we're going to speak as masters, not as victims. Right. When you speak as a victim, you manifest victimization. Right. You understand me? When the, the victim uh, or, or, or the one who's hated and the racist person can speak the same phrase, mm -hmm. You understand me? Because if a white person is walking around chanting, I can't breathe because they're making fun of a victim mm -hmm. and you're doing the same thing, right. how does that make sense? Yeah. But they're not going to walk around saying black power because they don't want to manifest that black power right. agenda. You know, you understand me? George so, Floyd should have said something like that. Like, tra training, you know training, I mean? training, training is mm -hmm. everything. Like, if you train, you make black America, you know what I mean, harder mm -hmm. targets to be able to fuck with. Right. When I see Elijah McClain or any of these people uh, that went down and mm -hmm. we continue to utilize the, the, the phraseology of victims saying I can't breathe right. then it's letting them know they have the power to choke you they have right. the power to kill you in this moment you're manifesting the same moments that you don't want to have happen right. we know that just from our thought process of believing in the law of attraction mm -hmm. so when we understand it from a different aspect it's saying that no what we're going to put out is black people training Right. Now, we, Dr. Wesley talked about how when you show fear-based content that it lowers um, um, testosterone in the body. Right. You understand me? That it does produce cortisol and fear emotions and My things thing, of that nature. Hold know, on, let me finish this thought. I kind of agree with that. But that, I got, you know. that. Well, it's scientific. You right. understand me? It's not For me, it's not opinion-based. It's, it's a science on how when you watch certain things, especially right. as a man, we want to see people win. It's like if you see mm -hmm. your favorite boxer get beat up, you feel like you took a loss almost mm -hmm. because we got mirror neurons. We watch those things and the masculine right. uh, 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 chemical wires our brain to mm -hmm. want wins, to want power. Right. So what does that do? When you're doing that, what is that? That's messing with fecundity. Right. You understand me? The production of sperm. You understand me? Within the body and also the production of ideas within the mind. Right. You're but stressing you know, the mind and producing fear. I, I disagree with you it because me? I feel It's like nothing to disagree. We're not about to have I, that conversation well, because I disagree you got to go look at the science of it and then disagree from a foundational level of science. I can't disagree with it. You well, know what then, I'm saying? No, because you know, I don't, we, we, we not going to do opinion-based. We're going to do science-based. So if you look at what the science mean? and on the next episode. The reason I disagree if, with if it is you look at the next episode and come to the science, then I feel like the same type of example should be laid Eye for an eye. Right, but what do you, what, what does that mean? Well, body for body. What All right, but I'm saying no. How does that disagree? Well, because you know, you know, training, you know, marching and stuff like that. That's cool, but that just looked like an organized, you know, protest. No, training is a physical thing that prepares you. Right. Right. So we're talking about actually being prepared. Now, when you break down training, it's saying that one is qualified. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So when you go see an army, excuse me, when you see an army. And they training, mm -hmm. they're qualifying themselves to go to war. Right. You understand me? So we never had content where all oh, we just see a black man training. Mm 
-hmm. We see victimization. Right. Training is, is preparation, it's preparedness, it's letting you know what you need to do during this time. Right. You understand me? It's the standard. Right. So if you're training and you see a boxer always training and sparring and things of that nature, he's getting what? He's preparing himself mm -hmm. to be able to fight well, in his you, defense. You, you said that we was going to display. I think where I had got you confused is where you said we would just, you know, display and that would be our, you know, modes of like, um, you know, like scare tactics or something like that. No, I never said anything of that nature. You understand mm -hmm. me? I said we created a display when we were showcasing a standard to show you what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. So when I say that leadership is ideas, you understand me, and standards, mm -hmm. then it's saying that what should we do is the question that I consistently had got. And I said, right. well, number one thing you should be doing is training. Mm -hmm. It's like the not fucking around crew, right? right? So when we look at that and you see black men with guns taking it up to the mountaintop, you understand me, right. where the KKK was uh, founded mm -hmm. and they having that display. That was good for black people's confidence. Right. You understand me? Because all we see so much content of losing, losing, losing. Right. We need to be able to feel that masculine energy of protection and power. It makes you want to go do the same thing. Right. But at the same time, we know that this war ain't going to be won by guns. It's going to be war by a spiritual and a mental transformation of the mind and black people getting aligned and getting tapped in. Right. But training doesn't stop at a physical requirement. But what I was thinking is the fact that if you say that you don't carry guns because in the nation Islam we don't carry guns. But do you think that's but, like? But everybody some, ain't in the nation. Like conditioning. So some of them will. Like if we okay, we got the mindset like, hey, ain't nothing gonna be you know you know changed with guns. Like what does that you know like that subconsciously says? No, a lot. we didn't say nothing will be. We so we we said that that's not the solution. That's not the be all. Right. You understand me? But we're not we're not arguing with those remedies. I'm mm -hmm. said that that's not the be all. Right. You understand me? Like we're not looking for to say that. Oh, if we take up guns and everything changes, because right. we still have. But I think you know multiple dimensions of issues and problems. I heard I be hearing that a lot. Like man, you know white people got all the power. Man, we'd be dumb to go try to fight. But I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? It gets to a certain point where your dignity and and like yo, you know how you look at yourself is reflected by what you see on you know TV. Like you see a brother get murdered for eight minutes straight, and you'd be like, damn. Like they doing this shit like that and they getting away with it. Some of the officers got free. So I'd be like, man, it, it can't just be like some just like, you know, a couple, you know, postings online. Well, that's why the mindset, right? Because they've been dropping off guns mm -hmm. in the hoods in America for decades. Mm -hmm. And we haven't utilized those guns to defend ourselves. We utilize those guns to kill ourselves. Mm -hmm. You understand me? You're not seeing the mass murders of cops and things of that nature, even though all of these guns are in the hands of black folks. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's a mindset reformation that has to happen. It's an economic reparation. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual transformation that has to happen. It's a psychological reforming that has to happen to a people, you understand me, so that they can uphold a certain confidence and standard, you understand me, to fight for themselves on multiple different levels, right. you understand me, so, and then it says that, what's a person that gets a gun, they just shoot at the range, like, if you go get a gun, you should be doing tactical training, right. you should be doing field training, like these white for boys. scenarios, so you don't be shell-shocked when something happens, because these white boys are going to the woods and, and go That's train, what I'm saying. Like them, so, them brothers who shot a mile and, and got away with it, those are trainers, they and, go and, hunt and, deer every weekend, and, and then the same thing is like, if, 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 if you agree to the fact that you don't carry guns and mm -hmm. God is going to be the one that's on your side because you have organization within your brother, mm -hmm. then that means that shit, your righteousness is your training. Right. You understand me? That you got to be walking a certain line for God to have your back. Man, but do you, you understand think, me? For that energy to be intact like that. Do you think black people have been way too, you know, we've been kind of lenient 
Absolutely. Over, over everything in the mean. Way too lenient. We've been kind of lenient. Like, We've been way too lenient. Like, you know what I'm saying? Still, like, we ain't really, you know, changed that much, for real. And, you know, if the situation was in reverse, you know. Ain't, ain't no other people would be this nice to us. We the most forgiving people on the planet Earth man. when it comes to our enemies, except when it comes to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You understand me? We have a hard time forgiving ourselves. We can't wait to counsel each other, but mm-hmm. we ain't counseled these devils man, yet. we can't wait to go kill, you know, kind of around the way. We listening to all the celebrity beef and. And I be looking at like we're all of them, you know, gangsters. You know? Right, right. We're, because but they don't exist. Our the ideology of gangsters, like what Dr. Wesley breaks down, is the bully cone. Because right. we can't bully them, we bully ourselves. Exactly. You understand me? And so we think we bad because we find somebody else that we can bully. That right. ain't no power. Right. You understand me? So that's why it's like tra- changing the standard for what it means to be a black person. Right. Like if you gonna be talking about you walking around and, and, and you with black power and the black agendas, do you uphold the standard? If you if you a man, I'm not talking about a nigga. Right. You understand me? Because we always talk about nigga. But when we use because, you know a lot of you know legal texts, you know use black for dead or corpse. Right. But are we not speaking legally? We speaking spiritually and mentally. Well, so hold on, because if we want to go legal, then mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different definitions and a lot of different things that we would have to change on how I we move in America. I think it's important that we know what it means. Well, that's one definition when it comes to legal. Mm-hmm. More is another thing that represents black. When you can go to Kemet representing black, you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, 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 Asiatic mindset of a nature of a people. Because you got to think you about it. Me? Like they box us in, you know what I'm saying, by identifying us right, with Right, but with it ain't color. just about what you say with like, your words. Before, it's the paperwork that yeah, you got to do. Before we were, you know, in slavery and stuff like that, we weren't just boxing ourselves in by color. Like, that puts us in a, in a category. Right, right, but the color never mattered. It's the paperwork that changed us. Right. You understand me? So if you're not going to do that, that 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 changing of your paperwork so you can free yourself from going through the system and the multiple layers of things that you need to do, mm-hmm. it don't matter what you call yourself. But you know, words mean things. Word causes spills and curses and all type of stuff. Yeah, but what are, what are, what are lawyers? They're magicians. They perpetuate they're, 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 they, they can utilize deception to transform the language of legality to make right. it mean what they want Just to like, in the eyes know, of the law. A person that says, hey man, I'm broke. They're going to be broke because they accept the because, reality. But, but also, they know the definition of what broke means. Right. They know that broke means that they are not working, that they are without right. something. Most black people that know. That they're the, unrepaired. Most black people know the definition of what blacks mean. No, they don't. And because black has multiple definitions, even not if, just one. Even if they don't directly know, they no. still know the connotation attached to what no, black is. No, they don't. The connotation attached to black from what they think is prideful, they think of power. You understand me? Most they think of their ancestry, they think about, of their people. I know a lot of black people, they ain't probably, they probably not thinking about, you know, pride. You know what I'm saying? They yes, prob- they are. They probably what, what, what black people you talking I about? I know a lot. You know what I'm saying? The lost and found Negroes that, you know, not identifying so pride and power So what do you think that they, their definition of black is? African-American. That's not a definition of black. That's another That's statement. What, black black precedes African-American. Right, but they're still black people, you know what I'm saying, that call themselves African-American. Neither one of those terms are like the best, you know, terminology, but that's a way to describe, you know. So, listen, here's the thing. A person. When you go to the Nation Islam, you're going to find a bunch of black men that call themselves black men, right? Right. And we go through a timeline of history. You're going to find black men that call themselves black men Mm -hmm. that were some of the most exemplary men 
you understand me, that this planet has had. Right. You understand me? And they called themselves black men. They know the definition of black men and what they were upholding was a standard. Right. You understand me? Some of us utilize this as a I think, uh, you know, it, uh, no, some of us utilize this as a uh, excuse. Right. You understand me? Instead of getting their mind right, their spirit right, everything else in line with upholding the standard, they say, well, we change this word, then the magic changes. Right. You understand does, me? It, no. start, it, it definitely starts with the words that we use, especially how we speak to each other. Well, the, if, at, no, well, if that's the case, then we starting with the word nigga. We ain't starting with black. Right. Because but we then, got past then, nigga, though. Like, no, we haven't got nowhere near past I, I feel, nigga because niggas still exist in every hood. They right. killing children. Right. Well, you know you understand me? Like, niggas yeah, do shit like yeah, that. You know, that's, you know, that's let, nigga Let level. me ask you, what was that's, the last time you heard in a rap song where but, somebody said, hold on, when was the last time somebody said in a rap song, I'm about to go kill some black men? But we, we no answer the question. We talking about black because have you ever heard that? Nobody is showcasing so my, the Jack you know, Hella classic. Have man. you ever heard that? I'm finna go kill some black men. No, I mean, all right. I know but how you, many times you've heard I'm gonna go kill these niggas? You hear that often. You hear all that right. A lot. So we ain't got passes. But I'm saying that there are groups called All Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter. That's the way that they categorize us by using black. They not saying nigga. I'm talking about black. But we don't subscribe to that movement, so that don't matter. Right, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? We still call ourselves black men. Right, but we had a black power movement with the uh, the, the the Black Panthers, and then we had the Nation of Islam. Right. You understand me? Original because, man you know, is the Asiatic black. I mean, but Hold on. In the 60s, it's, 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 it's the original. No, it's now in 2020. It was in the 60s. It's now in 2020. Right. You understand me? The original man is the Asiatic black man, I the maker, hey. the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, the right. God of the universe. Right. That's the standard right. of definition right. that applies to me when I speak. Speaking. I hear you. Whatever any other person right. on this planet wants to call themselves, you have that. All right. You understand All me? Right. But if you don't fit the nature and characteristics of the original people mm -hmm. based on us being righteous, I don't give a damn what you call right. yourself. All right. You know what I'm saying? You call yourself a black man slash African-American. I'm going to call myself the original Asiatic man. That's fine. You know what but I'm saying? If, I think if, every if, like what you listen, say, that's like, cool. Like what you say, you said every level of enlightenment comes with a new language, right? Right, but so we speaking the same language for sixty years ago, you know what I'm no, saying? No, for more than sixty Over years. Eighty damn near eighty years you ago. You understand you know me? For saying? a very long time. I think that it should come to a point to where we ain't even identify. It's behavior though. Because we put ourselves in down there the same So listen, listen, what changes though, right? The goal is to make a change. Right. To evolve. So with the changing of a of a word, you're saying that, oh, I'm fitting a new standard, a new definition. Mm -hmm. So what is that definition that you're now fitting? What is the behavioral change that you're now saying that you're moving towards? An original man. What does that mean, though? Are you going to be more righteous, upholding? Are you going to change certain things right. in, in a way that you move when it comes to your people? Right. You understand me? And fighting for liberation and upholding a standard. Right. So if that's what you're saying, then I can't wait for you to make a change in your name. Right. You understand me? Because Obviously, you're saying that this but, comes you know, with some magic change in character. Because you know the power that language has. You know what I'm saying? Right, but I, but I get that. I'm just saying mm -hmm. change character. Right. That's where we at. Right. Change moral code. Change right. standard, change values, same change, vision, you know, change mission. That's all of that comes with it. No. You know, the small changes make the biggest, you know it, what I'm it, saying, it, it ain't no, listen, it ain't no, oh, if I change stop calling myself a black man then all of a sudden the world gets better for us and black people get better that no. is that is unequivocally something i but, don't believe in but you know black people are not going to fail because call black doesn't have black. a negative connotation eventually we're going to have to identify ourselves with something other than a color like when i'm talking to you 
It's going to happen. Like, in order to really get away from racism, like, that's an effect from racism. Racism you know is an saying? effect of an established systematic order that people have put us in right. by uh, uh, keeping us ignorant. You right. understand me? Of the way that the world works. The English language Listen, is an effect of like racism. Like I said, the, 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 the <laughs> definition that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, who is the original man? Right. You understand me? So, by calling yourself original, he says the original man is the Asiatic you understand me? Black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet, or God of the universe. Right. He didn't say who was the black man. He said who was the original man. Right. So we've always subscribed to us being original man. Right. But the characteristics of original man is how we defined ourselves to meet that standard. Classification. Right. You understand me? And that's not so, something that black exactly. people have upheld. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I feel that 100%. Oh, right. So let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's jump to another one. I what's feel, going on in the world? Man, you know, it's a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? This whole, you know, stuff coming out of the piece of gay. I done saw all type of things on the news about it. Um, you know, China. It's, you know, what's not going on in the news? Um, you know, I, I, I would say this. Um, the distractions are huge, right? Mm -hmm. And I hate to have to bring up this word entanglement, but the word entanglement reminds me of the word intersectionality. Right. You understand me? Because we are a people that is wholly intersected with another people. Mm -hmm. That if I'm having a conversation with black people in America, <laughs> there's going to be so much diversity that I can't just have a conversation with you. Like black men and women can't just have a conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. You understand me? I can't just sit there and talk to a black woman about the state of America, politics, what black family, the visions, the values, the future, and the mission of black people. Why? Right. Because she's going to be intersected with the sexuality movements and intersected with the political movements and things of that nature. So now we can't have a conversation as if these are two ancestors meeting each other. Right. We had to have a conversation based on white patriarchal and matriarchal intellect that is in the minds of our people that actually pushes us apart. Right. So we're so deeply entangled with groups of individuals and their mindsets that it doesn't allow us to actually right. come together and have real repair. When was the last time you had a conversation with another black person about black culture? Why uh, it always got to be about why you know saying the effects of white supremacy and all. Yeah. But, but but those are relevant though. You know what I'm saying? Like those are things that's on the news every damn near every day. No, they relevant. But what I'm saying is it. You think they don't have no if, type if, of psychological if, effect on a regular everyday person? If you have a conversation with a black woman and you talking black family, your ideologies might be different when it comes to the black mm -hmm. family. She might not think that the nuclear family is the model with a black man, black woman, black child. Right. She might think that those are problematic stances that you have, right. being a toxic masculine male. Right. You understand me? Those ideologies, both of those ideologies in that statement represents a white man and a white woman's thinking. Right. You understand me? The toxic masculine and the nuclear model attacking right. both come from white men and white women's stances. Right. You understand me? So now... If, imagine if your ancestor came back in 2020 from 200, 300, 400, 600 years ago. Right. You understand me? You having a conversation with how, what's the path moving forward? You understand me? That conversation might be a little problematic because the people would be like, well, you know, uh, 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 you're rooted in patriarchal or you're rooted in toxic masculinity. You right. believe that the black man should be this, that, or the third, mm -hmm. or you believe that in this hero narrative. A heteronormative narrative. Right. You understand me? Like they might have issues with a mm -hmm. lot. Like right. your ancestors would be like, look, I don't know nothing about all this stuff y'all right. talking about. They'd like y'all, y'all conditioned. Yeah. Like how like, you all kind of woke, but y'all conditioned. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. It sounds <laughs> like I'm talking to a white you know man right here. Like 
No, if y'all, if y'all punking if we, me, y'all, y'all tricking me right here. If we tap into here. ancestors today, they'd be like, man, y'all program, y'all conditioned. Completely. Y'all you know, talking, to, you know what right. I'm saying? Whatever these white folks rhetoric, you know what I'm saying? And y'all regurgitating yeah, the media. So really, 64 years y'all ain't nowhere near like us because we on original energy. You know right. what I'm saying? Sons of Africa. But y'all kind of dimming the light, watering down the effects of generational uh, recessive mutations and stuff like that. So I'm like, man, man ancestors, I be thinking about that, but man. They'd probably be like, man, you white. Hey, you ain't outside like trees. You inside like, like house plants. Like, man, you about. white, man. Hey, no, for real, because it's a mindset. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, there, 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 there is a lot of beautiful things that I'm seeing. Like, um, the education system is being taken over, right? Mm -hmm. Now, listen, I dropped out of school to become a teacher. Right. You understand me? Like, I'm going to make a million off of teaching. That's what I'm reaching. You know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about? That's my goal. Right. Uh, and I make that my goal because... You know, um, the education system has failed us mm. horrendously. You understand me? And, of course, I always say that private education is the new Harvard. Mm. Digital education is the new Harvard. And in California, it actually now costs more to house a prisoner than it does to go to Harvard. Mm. Right? And Howard, Harvard like most of the other prestigious schools have these great endowments where they have all of this money that's being gifted to them, yet they're still not going to change the cost that it does to attend there, mm. right? And for the most part, they're giving these digital educations and students are feeling like they're being robbed, right. you know, understand me? But it's a great opportunity mm -hmm. it presents mm -hmm. because black America can take over the education system right. and we can teach ourselves like what Donald Trump is doing, skill set based right. hiring instead of degree based hiring, right. which we know has been utilized biasly against us right. in the first place. You know, I was in school, man, and they was, you know, I was taking all the classes I didn't want to take. I was really, you know, thinking about, you know, business. And man, I want to start my own company, but I wasn't thinking that far ahead at that age. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, Man, this school ain't for me. I mean, it was for me because, you know, when you're in school, you ain't trying to just get necessarily, you know, kicked out or nothing like that. Right. But, you know, I'm thinking in the future. But it wasn't no, you know, roles available within the school curriculum that I wanted to take. You know what I'm saying? It was business. You know, you're thinking about business. Like, yeah, I want to be in business. But what is business? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a wide variety of business. So I was like, no. I'm outside like trees. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, I got to start me a, like you said, a million dollar corporation. I got to start me a hundred billion dollar corporation. But see, that's you know what I'm the saying? that's, that's the, where you know where we are now. Big tree activities. That's the beauty of skill set, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're younger, uh, people tell you to focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. You understand me? But focusing on one thing that leaves you at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you just focusing on cash, but you're not gonna ever get to no wealth because you don't understand assets. You right. understand commodities and and things of that nature. So. With skill set diversification, what that essentially looks like is being polymath. The polymath is one whose skill set spans in many different areas, right. right? So if one thing's not working for you, you can easily pivot. And those people who are polymathic and gifted and span in many different areas, because really there was no great man that just focused on one thing, right. because they branched off in so many other things. Right. You understand me? And so that particular thinking allows mm. you to be multidimensional, right. so that, okay, all right, maybe maybe my 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 book not selling right now. That's right. cool. I'm doing coaching right now. Right. Maybe my coaching not selling right now. That's cool. I'm doing designing right now. Maybe the designing not working out right now. I got my health products right. over here. You know, maybe the health products you, not working out. I'm training usually, people. In business, it's an ecosystem of skills. In business, it be looking like the moment you start to focus on other areas to work harder in and strengthen. That's when your weak points become you know stronger. 
I think you hit something on the nail right there. Like whenever you you know you focus on something, make sure you you making the steps. You know what I'm saying? Like you put in all of the work. You know, not just one thing. But make sure you got other things that's being innovated because sometimes people see that, but they also see what you've been working on and they be like, damn, like he working on that. But let me go check out what he just made because he's still perfecting the new thing, but he must already got some things in the bag. So right. let me go and, see and, that and previous And don't be no content. jack of all trade. Yeah. Be a master of many trades. Right. Like be stop, a master of all trades. Yeah. You know stop disqualifying your greatness by utilizing paradigm quotes right. that were given to you, you understand me, that doesn't allow you to see the value, the true value right. in what you do. You understand right. me? Nah, be a master of many trades. But that's, you know, jack of all trades. Many is when you, you kind of sectioning off all. Well, when I say jack, it's not representative of mastery. Mm -hmm. You understand me? It's saying that you are, uh, uh, um, you're just dabbling in these things. Right. You understand me? You're just a jack at them. You understand right. me? But even with Jack Heller, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it was uh, 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 one of my definitions of it was Jack of all trades, right. master of hella things. You know, you Jack me? Hella. You know how I reshaped Jack Hella classic was. You know, Jack Hella is an original term, right? And classic means originality also. So when I added the classic, you know, I was reestablishing that double entendre of originality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's where you know, you know. Jack Heller was a, 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 a pre, you know, notion term that was, you know, used by, you know, my brothers, you know, once upon a time. But once you add that classic on there, you can't never go back and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? This is what the original interpretation was, because that's what classic means. Right. Hold on, let me put on some new shades, man. Come on, put on a stunning shade. All right. Um, let me see. What can we wrap up with here? You understand me? This has been a great episode, actually. I appreciated this. Um, but one of the things I want people to understand mm -hmm. is that the time that we're living in is a very serious time, as it, as it always is. You understand me? And you really don't have any time to play. You don't have mm -hmm. any time to waste. You got time to train. Now, I would say that America has about two years for these things really hit the fan. Right. You have the mass inoculation of Operation War Speed coming around where they're saying they want to force needles into your arm, take away your rights from your body, and tell you what you can and cannot do. Right. You have the um, the black African-American boule political train mm -hmm. that's copping for creepy Joe Biden heavily saying that, well, anything but Trump, without telling you really good reasons to go for the next white man. Mm -hmm. So it's a trading of masters because you have have you have uh, um, invested yourself into the democratic system right. you understand me or the republic right. system which is those other people that they will cap for Trump mm -hmm. and be on his nuts the whole entire time while they're saying that he's the man for the job you understand me while at the same time ignoring all of his other issues and problematic mm -hmm. things that come along with it right. neither one of them are great right Trump, I appreciate the fact that there so, has been so many cases open against sexual predators under his mm -hmm. presidency, and there has been so much change that have actually happened. You understand me? Like, the skill-based hiring, to me, I believe, is a good thing, and the dismantling of America is what needed to happen. This mm -hmm. is the fall of America. Right. He is the producer of a revelation for black people have been wanting to happen in the first right. place. These big civil rights movements and a lot of these different things would have not happened, you understand me, under a president that you've chosen. 
Right. You understand me? Because when you choose it, you're responsible for all the things that come from them. Right. Now, Joe Biden saying that he's not going to end qualified immunity. Right. You understand me? He's not going to end the responsibility that cops supposed to have financially for when they do shit. No, the taxpayer right. still got to pay for that. I think, man. He don't give a fuck because black people are not pushing any hard line on right. him. They're telling him, well, listen, we're going to vote for you, but up until we vote for you, we're going to talk shit to you. Right. And he's like, well, shit, y'all go vote for yeah, me anyway. We like, when we voted Trump in. You understand me? You know what I'm saying? Like, we saw it coming. We just didn't know what we, what was coming. Yeah. I don't think we should have so much faith in the voting system. No. Nah, that's why we go for equity, man. Equity allows you to create your own equality. If, mm -hmm. if, if Equality is essentially saying that Imagine you at a table with a bunch of millionaires, right. but you're the only person that got $10 in your pocket. And they right. said, well, look, we understand when we about to give everybody equality here. Right. We'll give everybody $1,000. Right. So now y'all equal. Right. Well, shit, now you you, you still but at the bottom. When you look at situations that's, like, that's, man, that's, 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 that's West, equality. Hold on. But equity will be saying that. Kanye West just entered the polls and hold got on. a 2% raise. He dropped out already. But, but equity, I, I hold on, think, hold on. Let me finish this statement. I think that equity is saying that. Don't realize how bro, much power don't, don't, we don't, have. don't skip over. Hold on. You know what I'm saying? Equity is saying like, that. If we use. Bro, I'm about, no, I'm about to finish my example. If we use our voting power. chill out. And we really said, hey, let me get a candidate. We'd be able to vote our own end. If that was just 100% where the attention we, 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 you can't just jump to a different statement in the middle of my metaphorical analysis as I'm breaking down things, you know what I mean, top tier activities. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Now I got to start over with my whole analogy and how I was breaking down to the people analytically. Mm -hmm. You understand me? So you got to relax. Right. So equity versus equality is a very important notion mm -hmm. that we don't fight for equality. Because if we give them what everybody else have and we the have nots, then that's still not equal. Right. We fight for equality so we equity you understand me getting our fair share and stake in the world you understand me so we can fund our but own equality you can't get no equity with a you know no you go for equity means. by producing entrepreneurship right. you go for equity by understanding uh um the wealth standard but you go for equity by going though. to ownership but that's becoming you go content. for equity for going for power like, you know we want to play that game but it, we ain't gonna be able to win playing that game I think we got this, you know, idea that okay, as long as we get into the business economic forefront, then we can somehow reshape how this tide has been going. Well, but there's a whole world out here. I think that's you more me? so like the no, no, Dr. no. Martin we Luther actually King can. Ideology. No, Dr. Martin Luther King at the end of his days understood that economics was warfare right. and said Separated. that I was going the wrong way and that we need to fight right. them financially. And he was right. But he was he was speaking on separation. But separate the thesis of ownership is separation because when you own it, you're separate from other people. You understand me? But if you own somebody else's property, it don't matter how much equality they give you, you still they you still own their property. Separated amongst each other. You understand me? Own the thesis of separation is ownership. Like I own my own. But when you say okay, when we say separation, let's break that down. What do we mean by separation? It means that Because black people and white people separate. Like we ain't living in a house with No, white we folks. we are segregated. Right. You understand me? But if we're not separated until we own it. Right. So if 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 you go to the south side of Chicago and that was all owned by blacks, right. you understand me? These were beautiful neighborhoods that's mm -hmm. owned by blacks. Right. And, and, and we had the same opportunities afforded. That would be separation. Right. You understand me? But it's only segregation. Mm. You understand me? Because number one, these are four situations to mm. where these people don't own their own. They're living in poverty. And these situations were created based on systemic racism. Right. You understand me? So when we're talking about separation, it's saying that, look, I got my own grocery store. You got your own grocery store. I'm not worried about any discrimination in your grocery store because I got my own. Right. You understand me? Listen, we police our own communities. I'm not worried about uh, police over here harassing us, right. having police brutality because we already separated. But that's why you 
you know what I'm saying? You said that you know you didn't need leaders earlier, but you know you need people that's gonna break it no, down. No, you need to be the leader. Is right. what I said. But you need leaders in order to teach you to be the leader. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm not saying a blanket statement. Don't act like I'm saying a blanket statement to where nobody should be leading out here. I'm yeah. saying that you should not be waiting for a savior. You got to right. save yourself. Ain't nobody coming to save you. Right. You understand me? When you see somebody leading well, follow that example. Right. Don't be saying that who the leaders, but you 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 following somebody every single day, taking that advice. Right. You understand me? Looking at it and being inspired I mean, by them. The way I look at it, man. Everybody in this whole life thing, man. We kind of you know independent. You know, leadership is, you know, it's a choice. If you want to go a route, then shit, you know, go the route. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like, you know, everybody has an example and everybody has a choice. Well, in African you know? psychology, when it talks about, um, you know, they was able to create us. They wanted us to be individuals because it's easier to control the people when they're not thinking connected. They're not thinking in a unified order. Right. You understand but me? But what where? forms a connection? That's the problem where a lot of people have conflict. What is forming? Like, I don't mind being connected, but what forms the connection? Vision, values, and mission. You understand right. me? So you got to come together with the same vision, the same values you're going to uphold, what's fundamentally and that creates values, that mission. What can we agree on as a value? Uh, a value, one of them is self-sustainability. What you understand about me? mission? Huh? What about the mission? The mission is to produce freedom, justice, equality, and equity for our people all what, across the world. Uh, what else you say? Vision. Vision. What's the vision? Our vision is to own our own, ownership of slaveship. Mm -hmm. You understand me? That everything that we stand on, every square inch so of it, people should be we able to own agree on we that. rule it. We should be able to agree on that. Right. Pretty easy. We should be able to agree on that. That's the problem. We haven't sat down and communicated to create and form, you understand me, a government, a constitution that said that this is what we agree on. This is what we're going to fight for. Mm -hmm. And this constitution also upholds everybody's creed, class, color, religion, whatever the hell you want to call yourself. Right. But this is the agenda. You understand me? But in order to come on this side, you got to have these values. You right. got to come into here righteous, integrable, right. honest, loyal, you understand me? Trustworthy, transparent, multiple different things. You got to be responsible and accountable. Right. If you're not upholding these values, and this is the vision that we're going to produce this hereafter. The hereafter is what happens after the white man no longer rules over our people. You understand me? That's the vision for our people that we're working towards. Right. So this is our agenda that we are on right now, our political, our education, you understand me, our um, security, our, our mental, spiritual agendas as a people. Mm. So if you were locked in with that, then cool, let's rock. We can't take everybody with us. Right. Some people don't even realize that once you start that process of separation, they're going to choose white folks anyway. Right. Because they're going to be like, wait a minute, y'all y'all yeah. said that y'all don't want. Be a little bit. They go, they're going to be like, I'll be cool with Y'all said y'all don't want Those be them casinos same or who was like all lives matter. Y'all want nigga shit over in y'all world. And you're gonna be like, yeah, we don't want that. And they'll be like, nah, I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna miss the nigga shit. You so know what I'm saying? they go turn around, you feel me, and go back to the Sodom and Gomorrah, and that's where they wanna live because their energy is more attuned with that frequency than God's frequency. Right. So when you start talking and having people live amongst a righteous nature, right. that's what the nation of Islam offers. It offers that sort of righteousness, but that's uncomfortable for people. Right. Why? Because they say, well, shit, I don't want to give up poor. I don't want to live that right. I don't want to, I, I want to be free. I want to be expressive. I right. want to be of right. the and world. You know, hey, listen, listen, right. I'm not, you know, uh, documented amongst, you know, in the nation of Islam or anything like that, right? I follow the teachings, you know, Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Minister Louis Farrakhan, Master Farrakhan Muhammad, all of that stuff, right? But I'm not documented on paperwork. And, you know, there's a thing, right, where, oh, that brother not in the Muslim, man, so, you know, let's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, let's not, you know, say what's up, or, or let's look at him a certain type of way. 
You know, it'd be small things like that. Like, we all got the same values. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was taught by the same teacher. You know what I'm saying? The only difference is I'm not subscribed physically, you know what I'm saying, on documentation that I'm amongst, I'm amongst the nation of Islam. And well, I think well, I would also say that there's be, a you know, complete way of life mm -hmm. and a subscription that factors. goes along. There's, a, there's a, a way of life and a subscription that does go along with that because that's a nation. Mm -hmm. So that a nation can only... Uh, uh, um, represent those people that are a part of that nation. Right. You understand me? It's a, it's, it has its own constitution, its own government. Right. So if you are to um, uh, get the benefits of being a part of that nation, then you have to subscribe completely to it. Right. You understand me? So I understand that aspect and I respect that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Because it's saying that, well, if you want those particular benefits and be a part of the fold, then be a part of it. Right. And that's why I say, when I say the nation doesn't carry guns, but other people may do it, right? right? So you might not be able to take on attendance of saying that, oh, I'm not gonna carry guns. Why? Because now, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that his followers shouldn't, right? Honorable right. Minister Farrakhan said that his followers shouldn't, right? Now, if you're not a follower, you're not a part of that nation, who go back you up, right? So you ain't got no brothers you can call on. You don't have a standard you living by. You don't have security protocols and general orders right. and a certain training regiment that keeps you safe. Right. So now if you get caught lacking, you understand me, that's your fault because you took in one aspect of the teaching without following the lifestyle of it and now you got caught unsecured. Right. So that's why I tell brothers, whatever you're gonna do, be training in it, you understand me? So if you if you depending on God, you depend on the nation, make sure you a part of that 100%, you understand me? So because right. we know that God ain't no spook, no mystery. No. You understand? We talking about that God within and following those right. protocols and that standards that's gonna keep you safe. Right. You know, with going in with being a leader, I think that there are some brothers, right? Steel makes steel sharp. There are some brothers who came up under those teachings and said, "Hey, man, he's sitting here telling us for sixty years that you were God." You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you were God. You know what I'm saying? I look at you in your eyes. I'm looking at the mirror. Like I'm looking at me in the form of you. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. When I call myself a God, I'm acknowledging that I'm the leader of my spirit. Like, I'm the leader of the journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm my own spiritual leader. You know what I'm saying? And I was given that game, you know what I'm saying? All praises due to Allah, you know, by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? And his successor, Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I give them brothers, you know, the top of the line respect, like thorough. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be feeling some type of wave. You know what I'm saying? When somebody persecute me for not, you know what I'm saying, submitting under their jurisdiction. I don't know. I'm I'm not about to have that complete conversation, but you know what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You grew up but in no, the fold, man. You know, we not go fake like you understand me. You following the way, and, and, and brothers see that as a form of hypocrisy. Right. You understand me? Because I can understand that if we go keep it a hundred. You understand mm -hmm. me? It's to say that shit. If you go subscribe to live outside those lines of what you say you believe in and know mm -hmm. is right under those teachings, right. you understand me? And if a person see you not doing that and they're not supposed to be according to how they believe within the teachings, they're not supposed to be rocking with you because you will be considered a hypocrite or a disbeliever. Right. You understand me? According to those teachings that you say you believe in. Right. So they doing their right thing. They're not doing the wrong thing. Right. You understand me? So I'm not mad at the brothers on how they move. Right. I understand it from different levels. Like even myself, I'm a bridge. Right. You understand me? I bring a lot of people within the nation. Right. And I, I, I'm meant to live as an example and to be a crowner and to get people right. from that cross mindset that they have right. and to tap into that righteous nature of them being gods right. and understanding that fold. Right. You understand me? So I understand what my purpose is, you understand me, as I move and I understand that 
I work towards engaging and making sure that that brand right. of Islam is and, respected and, and that people tap in where they right. need to be. Because there's too many rusty locked minds that ain't and, got keys. And I, I, I definitely agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, in Islam, when you born into the teachings, you know what I'm saying? You probably don't appreciate it as much as people, you know what I'm right. saying? Who they don't have that same shock pushed value. Into that, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because it, you was normalized. Right. And I think that, you know what I'm saying? Like but I when said. When you unlocked up, you start reading the Quran heavy. You know what I'm saying? You went like, super Muslim on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like even before I was locked up, I read the Quran. But you know when I was, <laughs> okay. you know, but when I when I was <laughs> he, locked up, I, that I had a, you know I was able to concentrate thoroughly into reading the Quran. You know what I'm saying? A you read it from front to back, right? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But me reading the Quran, I'm not gonna sit here and say I got all the game. You know what I'm saying? It probably it's probably one or two pages out the entire What's book. The, the the ninth surah. You know what I'm saying? It's that, talking about the that disbeliever. I remember. It's, you know it's, it's the only one that doesn't start. You understand me? Um, uh, 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 um, first, speaking of Allah, mm -hmm. you understand me? And the first is for the believers, Al-Fatiha, the key. Right. You understand me? It's the prayer that you go over as a Muslim that keeps you in prostration and keeps you in constant meditation with that divine frequency. Right. You understand me? And so if, if you're not putting Allah first or God first or good first or, mm -hmm. you understand me, the deeds, the value mm -hmm. first, you understand me, that energy first, that righteousness, mm -hmm. then of course everything else is all ego and you're submitting and you're falling to your own, you understand me, uh, 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 jinn or whatever else you want to call it. but. Right. It makes sense because that's a, a very right. divine mathematical uh, uh, um, guide for right. you to be able to follow to live the, right. the, the life and die the death of a righteous yeah. Muslim. And, and, Muslim that, and that unlocked the yeah. key code, though, with, within me. You know, somewhere in my mind, there were certain things that was unlocked. I mean, we grew up in the streets. We grew up doing a lot of hypocritical shit. We grew up robbing and mm -hmm. selling drugs and... You understand me? We using this word we too lenient. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? I did I was, some damage, but I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I, I was I was a I was drug I was, dealer. I was I was mobbing like that, you right? Know what I'm saying? You understand me? I dropped out of school. I had probably about five cases before the age of nineteen. Mm -hmm. You understand me? I was uh uh um uh, connected, you understand me, with gangs and affiliated, and even up until then, you feel me. I had a bunch of different things that was going on. We used to, we used to be mobbing, mm -hmm. you feel me, and we did some things because of environment was stronger than nature. Right. You understand me, but I wouldn't even take those things back because it allowed me to now mm -hmm. empathize with so many levels of human beings, mm -hmm. black human beings in the world because we come from so many different walks of life. I can understand the Muslim, I can understand the hip, I can understand the street, I can understand the gang, I can stand the corporate, I can understand so many different things of where you at in life. So mm -hmm. I'm not gonna judge you and I also know I ain't perfect. Right. You understand me? But my goal has always been to strive. And mm -hmm. I believe that the striving man is participating in the act of perfection, right. constantly trying to grow and evolve past his transgressions to become right. better and lead somebody else to that same level. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not perfect, but when I see somebody striving and they got a, you know, a level that I have yet to been able to reach, yeah. then I'm subscribed to that person. I'm like, hey, man, I see you on that level. You know what I'm saying? There's things about, you know, my brother, 19 keys. You know what I'm saying? That I'd be like, man, I can't wait till I get there. You know what I'm saying? Because what I learned to value is mindset. I don't right. value the monetary things because those come and go. Right. But I, I value how to develop the mindset. And you know, hey, people wealth, talking about the interview. Wealth, this is my brother. You understand me? I, I, is, is, is a valuable one thing. One thing that I rock with Samad is the fact that, you know, he speak his mind regardless of situation and circumstances, and he's supposed to. It ain't so that, you know, we. Um, 
uh, um, covet somebody's feelings to make them feel a certain way about it. You understand me? It's just being real, being transparent. Mm -hmm. That transparency is authentic. It allows a person to be able to grow as a human being. If you notice in the exchange of this dialogue, he may say something, I may speak, and that can be an act of guidance or act of realization on mm -hmm. both sides to where, you know, we submit to each other. We had that conversation at this at the first one when we went back and forth about the word submission, yeah. but that's a that's an ability to be able to grow in that moment. Mm -hmm. And if you're afraid to have dialogues because others may look at it like, oh, I thought y'all already agreed on this, that, or the mm -hmm. third, that's weak. You understand me? Because you're positioning yourself so that other people feel comfortable with where you are rather than really speaking and being yourself. And that that example of growth is actually beautiful amongst the people because there's many people that are there, mm -hmm. but they just want to admit it. Yeah. You understand me? Many people are there, but they won't admit it. Man, we need people that's going to give us the example of, man, being transparent be cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're just being yourself. Like you said, I remember you told me, it was like, hey, man, the best advice somebody can give you is to be yourself because my, that's freeing you. you right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's outside like tree. I'm just not used to being in a, a debate of circumstance. You understand mm -hmm. me? So it might be more on me because I be wanting to reach over, throw a quick little jab or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> hey, don't get caught. Like, right, ah! <laughs> you understand me? Because I don't I'm just at this point in life where my goal is to uh grow. I don't have to be right. You know, mm -hmm. I just gotta be growing. And when I when I lead, I try to lead by example of getting better, knowing that I don't come from a place of perfection, but that that's the the imperfection of that is that anybody that's not perfect can learn something from me. Right. You understand me? Because they can grow with me on this journey. Right. And so my only goal in all of my conversations and all of my teachings mm -hmm. and my philosophies, ideologies, is not to say I'm perfect. Right. And that's why I make the disclaimers that I'm not your leader, right. but I can teach you how to lead yourself. Right. You know, and I'm gonna break it to you like this, man. I'm gonna put certain codes in a rhythmic sequence. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna see if you catch the keys, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna see if you drop the gems, but I can't do no much, you know, I can't do too much overflow. Because when I overflow, you know what I'm saying, something has gotta get let go. And yeah. the only and the only way to grow is if you let go. You know what I'm saying? So some of the unchangeables is just gonna be, you know, what's it called again with the you know, with the Jada Pickett stuff, you know, in, in, in entanglement, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be something like that, but we ain't gonna go yeah. full throttle like how she did Will because that was kind of scandalous. But yeah, we ain't even was... gonna get into. Hey, but Will a soldier though. I respect you know Will Smith for standing up there and, and really taking it because that shows that men, you know what I'm saying, can go against the stereotype in which black men are portrayed. Yeah, I mean, I would say this about that situation. Uh, Will Smith, you know, has always. Um, been an example for many men and women in life you know he's been somebody that the black america has looked up to since um fresh prince mm -hmm. understand me a kid coming from philly making it and going into becoming big star and really big stardom and his family structure of him, Jada, and the children, people have really looked at and admired that throughout the years. Mm. You understand me? There's a lot about Will Smith and his portrayal of Muhammad Ali and uh, 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 I Am Legend and very inspirational. Even anytime you listen mm. to him speak, he's a very forward-thinking, very conscious, very solution-based oriented individual who's super intentful. Mm. You know, so Will Smith has always been super inspirational, which is why people took it very personal. And Jada 
Jada has always been a representation of divine femininity mm -hmm. in multiple ways as well yeah. with the way that she moves, her usefulness, you understand me, and, 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 and her feminine ways mm -hmm. for, for a lot of what she has. And we, what we really get to see played out, though, is unfortunately we do over-worship celebrities. Mm -hmm. We put standards on them that they don't put on themselves. Mm -hmm. You understand me? But one thing I will give is the fact that at least they got a family model. Right. Most of us have no households at all. Right. You understand me that you got 10 baby mamas. Mm. You understand me? You you fight with your baby mama. Mm. You got CPS all in your business. You understand me? You got so many different levels of entanglements mm. that you're laughing at somebody else's situation to stop crying about your own. Mm. You understand me? Because you know it's not perfect. Yeah. But black America has to work on family. Mm. You understand me? And so if we're going to take anything about this moment, it's to say let's work on us. Right. You understand me? Let's, do, let's, let's heal from these particular issues that we have deep-seated, mm. deep-rooted. You understand me? Let's not, as my good brother Derek Gray said, not have these trauma bonds. Right. You understand me? Let's learn instead of saying that these are goals. Right. Do not make anybody else your goal. Right. Make God your goal. Right. Make that God within your goal. Make being good. Make, make growth your goal. Make evolution your goal. You understand me? Don't make perfection your goal. That's an insecurity. Right. You understand me? So I, I, I commend anybody that is in uh, any, any father in their children's lives, any mother in their children's lives, any mother and father that is working it out. You understand me? Our parents are right. separated. Going through that when we yeah. was younger was a very, very right. tough ordeal yeah. that we may not speak about, but to this day, we still feel that pain right. of seeing our mother and father fight. Yeah. You understand me? And the emotional turmoil that that had and how that could yeah. play over into the relationships that we you have know, as adults. Growing up, you know, and, and like you said, man, you know, my mother and father, you know, they used to have, you know, you know, certain conflicts, you know what I'm saying? And, and disagreements, turn fights, and how that steer you, you know what I'm saying? Growing up and you looking, you know what I'm saying? Towards the sisters, you got that fixate in your mind, like, okay, this is what I was used to from the family structure. But you know, in order to grow, in order for maturity to happen, you gotta reprogram who you are. And I know a lot of black men don't even have the example of a father, which I was blessed to have, you know, to even, you know, an annoying relationship that's stable. You know what I'm saying? And plus a mother that's, you know, the best person, you know, in existence. So to look at that and to grow from that, but without having an example as a black father, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's tough. So when I see brothers, you know, like Will Smith, you know, and he in a, he in a position, right? to where he could be in disagreement like oh jada b she did this but he was actually you know in a calm demeanor you know it, it might not have been the best position for him to be in but it was a position that black men need to recognize that that's an alternative you know what i'm saying because we've been looking at it like man man she a b i got she do that i'm gonna leave her man ain't no respect for her but he looked at her like it's big you know what i'm like i'm looking yeah, at like I mean, a human they, being they, they in a, a hollywood you know culture as well yeah, like, some people understand. say it was a scene but it's not the worst scenes that could have been you gotta portrayed. you gotta understand what comes along with that right um well, we gotta close it out i know we've been here for a minute um one thing yeah. i did want to say um make sure you tap into the wealth standard uh, with Market Key successfully since April, we've been able to fund over about half a million dollars, you understand me, 
uh, and accounts for our students. And we're also on our new initiative to be able to fund a million dollars worth of digital wallets for our students. You understand me? And each one of our students also get 10 grams of gold as we also take them through a multitude of lessons through our webinar with my good brother, Chris Cole. Um, it's been a beautiful journey because so many people are utilizing the information, being able to teach themselves and guide themselves and understand what a wealth standard is when we have been a financially illiterate people. Mm. You understand me? So our students are always constantly hitting us up, telling us about the money that they're making and things of that nature. And that's the beauty of it. You understand right. me? Because being able to teach a person a skill set where they don't have to depend on the government, mm -hmm. they don't have to depend on the job, that's what we're working towards, being able to increase your human capital right. through skill set acquisition. You understand me? So that's what we are working on here at the Wealth Standard. Right. You understand me? And with Market Keys, our two week intensive course and things of that nature. I'm not always speaking upon the results and mm -hmm. what we're doing and things of that nature, but they're there. Right. And that's the beauty of it. You understand right. me? And so if you're there, make sure you tap in 833-605-0778. You know, um, a large percentage of black Americans financially illiterate. Don't let that be your family. Make sure you tap into the wealth standard. Understand portfolio diversification. Understand getting your family an LLC. Understand how to actually have your family backed by gold. You understand me? And a multitude of other things like programs coming out for the children as well to teach them early. You understand me? So that we don't have to go through the rich dead, poor dead type of ideology. All right. So listen, this has been a high-level conversations. I'm tapped in with the classic. Big Jack. Big you know Jack class. Hey we man, outside like trees. Hey, get your outside like trees drip. I know y'all be looking. Y'all be like, man, hey, Jack Hiller class would be kind of, you know what I'm saying, super fantastic. You know what I'm saying, big dino mic. Well, all right, go ahead and copy your tree, your tree drip tonight. Now, we're going to tap all the way in. Big frequencies, high action, and big old turbulence. Big Jack Classic. Yo, you got a signing out. You got a question to close us out? <laughs> All right. Last but not least, <laughs> like listen. Had a yeah. question. It's the black man's job to understand who he is in the world. It's the black man's job to protect black women. It's the black man's job to train. It's our job to put ourselves in a financially stable situation. It's our job to work together and unify as a collective order. It is our job to understand that our divinity as masculine uh, human beings is to take on a certain responsibility to learn how to manage ourselves. Mm. The dependent black man cannot be dependent upon anyone. So that means that he's not deserving to be in a position with a woman. The good brother Nuri Muhammad once said that, and I'm not going verbatim on this but he said that you know when it's time for a man to have a woman you understand me when he has a vision that is bigger than himself you understand me that he can't do by himself right you understand me and so once you're full with that kind of vision then that's when it's time to be able to partner up with somebody right you understand me and that the black woman understanding that we are working towards that paradigm shift to where of course there's always going to be niggas who's going to leave you unprotected right but those who consider themselves to be moving towards that black standard and becoming men, they're working to train so that they can protect you financially, spiritually, mentally, physically, and any other way that we need to as well. So allow us to be able to understand and communicate with each other, not from the levels of intersectionality that we have with outside groups, but from understanding us as original people on this planet Earth and what is subscribed to our nature, not our politics. Right. Tap in.
big outside like trees activities. Hey, let me tell y'all something about black excellence. You know what I'm saying? 19 keys display big levels of black excellence. You know what I'm saying? And that's coming for that's coming for from a brother who be, you know what I'm saying? I'd be around 19 keys. He'd be really dropping the cheat codes of life. If you really tap in, I'm talking about you gonna be tapped in. I'm talking about big old Zen world. It's almost like you had a a, a, a verbal meditation sequence just by listening to the brother. So hey, beloved, if you're trying to tap all the way in, then this brother right here is gonna be your best friend. Yeah, crowns are back. Yeah, man. Make sure you hit the link in the bio. Sun, moon, stars. Tap into who you are. Peace, family. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.